starting up with VirtuZone on Dubai Eye 103.8. Indeed it is. Great to have you with us here on Starting Up with VirtuZone as we kick off a brand new year in style. Uh, Neil Petch is alongside me. So what does 2024 hold for the good team at VirtuZone? Well, I'm licking my lips, Tom, to start with, because we're going to be talking barbecues. You know, it's wonderful when we can talk about setting up businesses and all those things. If it's a passion of yours, as well as a business, makes it so much easier to do. And that's what I'm going to say to everyone this year. Have fun. 24 is going to be the year when we can all have fun. Have fun and doing what you believe in. Uh, and don't let age get in the way well, as thank well. thank you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> That's my mantra to you, Sorry, Mr. Sorry, what did you say? I can't hear you. <laughs> because you can, get, you can have fun all your life. But also, and that's one of the beauties of here, is that, you know, there's nothing to stop you starting your business and making your business, uh, making your passion a business. And from whatever age, you know, there is, there is opportunity aplenty out there, as is um, identified in our success spotlight. First one of 2024. How many of us have tried to learn a skill during the pandemic. We have plenty of time on our hands. There's no shortage of online tutorials on the internet. But one young man learned how to barbecue Texas style on YouTube and is now a proud pitmaster himself. Abdullah Al-Janahi is only 16 years old and he knows his brisket so well he's made that a business out of it. It's called Abdul's Barbecue uh, and he's here in the studio with us. Abdullah, bless you. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. How's the thing going with you? All well? Everything great. Great stuff, great stuff. Now, other teenagers, round about your age, and remind all of our listeners, you are 16 years old, they're into the trainers, they're into the cars, they're into the gadgets, they're into a bit of FIFA and things like that. How did you get into barbecue? My passion to cooking started when I was 11 years old. I started off cooking beef and such and such, but most importantly, the reaction of my family members. That's what got me started. Before the pandemic, I was focusing on robotics. I joined international and national competitions during the pandemic. During the pandemic, when the pandemic struck, all of the programs have been closed. Mm. So I started doing chores with my mom and she, was ta- she te- taught me how to cook. And I loved cooking. Now what you listeners can't, tell that we can tell is Abdullah as you're saying this you are beaming a smile as you described your beef brisket you started smiling and so my advice uh, um, is is not the normal Tom normally I've got this dry business advice if you're going to invest in a chef invest in in one who's happy and smiles when he's talking about his food where do you source your beef I source it from a manufacturer it's called uh, Admirals and in terms of your style, I mean, you're renowned for your Texas style. Is it true that you, that you learnt on, on YouTube? I learned the basics from YouTube, but mostly trial and error. Okay. Every time I try to make the brisket a bit better, I tweak something there and here and change it a bit. And it's now the best version. And now it's the best version for all, that's for sure. Not just for you, but for all those that uh, come away with a big smile on their face as well. Okay, it's one thing cooking for your family. It's one thing cooking for yourself and your friends as well. It's another thing turning it into a business. Why did you turn your passion into a business? I actually started off not wanting it to be a business. 
I just wanted to share it with people to enjoy the food and see the reaction. And then suddenly I started off doing pre-orders only from home, like maximum once or twice a month for the pre-orders. Mm. Then it's grown gradually. Uh, and now you're up to a sort of uh, almost a pop-up mentality. You've got, you've, got, you, you've got a restaurant share going on, is that right? Yeah, I just rent a spot from the restaurant and I sell in weekends because I have high school and I don't want to interact it with the business. Okay, so school learning during the uh, week and then uh, your passion at the weekend, that's yes. for sure. Um, look, but when, it, when, when you mentioned there, you know, you don't want your schoolwork to get in the way of the business, etc., and vice versa as well. But there's uh, so many different elements to the business. What you do well is you come up with that secret ingredient, that secret that, uh, knowledge of how to turn a piece of beef into something uh, akin to a piece of art. But then the, alongside that, you've got the accounting, you've got the admin, you've got the marketing side of things. Are those things that you are good at? Have you taken care of those yourself? I've gotten too much help from my family members, especially my sister. She helped me a lot with it. How are you sort of marketing the brand at the moment? The marketing, I just go with the flow. It's like uh, getting better gradually. I started posting like uh, weekly. So you're using social media to do the majority of your mar- your marketing. Yes. And what's the sort of plan? What's the in, in terms of you? As you said, you've got that little restaurant share at the moment. You're there at the weekends. You're in Alcours in the in the heart of things. What's next for the brand? My plan is to go to pop ups, and then after that, I want to have my own food truck serving Texas style barbecue, so I can d- go to different locations and share with people. Abdullah, one question and one piece of advice. My advice is you're a lovely personality and some of the most successful chefs, they build their brand, they leverage their brand, they use that as as you're doing. So keep pushing at that. Don't not invest in that area. Get your sister and your mother to support you in that area. Now, the world of barbecuing, or brying as some people call it, is highly competitive. Mm. You've chosen Texan. So I'm, I'm a proud Englishman and think that we do reasonable barbecues. Tell us, tell us why you chose Texas. The reason I chose Texas because I always wanted to make a beef cooked, overcooked. I don't like the medium rare stuff. And cooked, juicy and tender. I spot on the Texas style barbecue. So it's tough to, to be juicy and well cooked, tender. right? So, yes. But Texas uh, style achieves that. Yes, Right. So what's the so talk our listeners through it? If you if you get hold of Abdul's barbecue, what what's the process? What 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 do you recommend people order? I specialize only in one item, Good. the wagyu brisket. So I have two types: the sandwiches. It's exactly it's slices, but chopped up and placed in two buns. And then I have the regular slices. You can choose between lean and fatty part. Mm. Mm. You mentioned there that you're thinking about a food truck. Uh, that's something that you would like to do further down the line. Um, are you looking for your own restaurant? Is that something that maybe, I mean, I, I appreciate that you're only 16 at the moment. You've got the, your life ahead of you, etc. But is that something that would be attractive to you? Yeah, but it will be after uh, school, after high school or after college even. Okay, so you want to make sure that you've got that separation at the moment. Yes. Yeah. 
in terms of the the, the 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 sort of plans for you as well, is this something that you will keep going? If you go off to university, etc., if you travel, etc., have you got people here that can keep the brand going, or is it dependent on you? Uh, it's actually dependent on me because I only know the recipe. And I make the briskets. So only, only you know the yeah. recipe? Uh, it's all of my individual work. You haven't shared it with anyone? No. So come on, no one's listening. <laughs> tell, 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 us, tell us your secrets. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> uh, listen, you, uh, as I keep mentioning, are just 16 years old. You're still at school. You're still studying as well. Has the process been straightforward for you? A lot of 16-year-olds out there listening will go, how on earth has Abdullah done this? In terms of the, the willingness for people to get involved, to give you the opportunity, have you seen doors open for you? Yeah. There's uh, too many helps from the, the community, the government. They helped us a lot. Oh, on the government side, because yes. I was going to ask, uh, um, you know, when, when you're dealing with food, you have to work with health and, yeah. and, and everything. Who has, has pushed this through to you to make sure that you're doing everything legally and it allows you to, to scale and, and, and not run into any trouble? My brother, he has a trade license and he taught me everything about regulations and everything. So shout out to the family, basically. You've credited your mum, your sister, your brother. What about dad? <laughs> yeah, dad, he's the uh, one who brought the smoker to me. And, and the falouse. <laughs> uh, so it's a family business that we got here. Listen, what's your advice, Abdullah, to other people of your age, those in their teens at the moment, those that have a passion, uh, those that want to take that passion further? What's your advice to them? The best advice I give to anyone is just start. Don't wait for the right time or right place. When you start, just build up from it. Mm. And so just getting the ball rolling, yes. getting things up and running is essential, yeah? Yeah, it's one of the most important things. So let's talk about 2024. Obviously, you're still studying, but you've got your foot in the door over in Al-Khuz. Um, can you see more openings uh, in 2024? Could there be more pop-ups? Could you get inv involved in some of the food festivals? Is that something you're thinking about? Yeah, I'm thinking about going to pop-ups since the weather is good. So it will be an advantage also. Yeah. You know, one of the things I'd say about this from a business perspective is sometimes entrepreneurs try and do too many things, try and please too many people. You've got two products, Only. right? But, but you're really proud of them and they're really good. And yeah. that's actually, in so many cases, all, all you need to do. I was walking in the food court of Mall of the Emirates the other day, about eight restaurants, one absolutely packed the others not so and that one restaurant does one thing really really well so focus yeah focus on what you do best yeah. as well uh listen uh, the proof is in the pudding as they say or not so much the pudding more the brisket on this occasion so uh, for those people that want to try it out where can people find you they can follow us on uh, instagram i post up where we will be in the weekend and currently, I'm in Alcoz, in Kebab Bahraini restaurant. Kebab Bahraini restaurant. Only in weekends. And sometimes, since I have school right now, I have uh, final exams, I'll be closed two weeks. Okay. So get the, get the exams out of the way, focus on that, and then yeah. get back to perfecting the brisket, yeah? Yes. Um, and in terms of, so people just need to search for Abdul's, Abdul's Barbecue, is that right? Yes. Abdul's Barbecue is, is what you need to search for on social media. Listen, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, meeting you. Is this something that you see yourself 
doing as a career moving forward? Or again, you mentioned your background in robotics, you mentioned, which imagine is a background in STEM subjects and engineering as well. Is this all always going to be a side hustle for you? Or do you think you could turn this into a lifelong career? It will be always a side hustle. Okay. And I will focus more in engineering and programming. Maybe robot barbecuers. There we go. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you, can, you can automate the process, as it were. Yes, I'll try. <laughs> Put together an algorithm for the perfect, perfect brisket. <laughs> Listen up, to it. it's been an absolute pleasure. And then once you, of course, you've, you've made your millions in engineering, you will be hosting the best dinner parties known to mankind as well uh, for your friends uh, and your loving family as well. Uh, great to have you with us. It's called Abdul's Barbecue. Do check them out on socials. Find out where they are and go and check it out. Uh, as I said, uh, the taste will explain all. Uh, Abdul, Abdullah, thank you very much indeed for being with us. Thank That's you really so great much to have for you having with me. us. Thanks for your time. Uh, all the best with the business and all the best, to, more importantly, with the exams as well. Thank you. Uh, Abdullah joining us here live in studio. That's Abdullah Al-Janahi, 16-year-old uh, and the first, to my mind, uh, teenage Emirati pitmaster live here in the studio. Great to have you with us. This is Starting Up with Tom Urquhart and Virtue Zone. Business set up with no regrets. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Welcome back to Starting Up. It's me, Tom Merck, and alongside me, Mr. Neil Petch. Arit, Neil? Well, that's not bad, Tom, actually. I'm just reading the notes here, and it, it says it says you do really good impressions, well, by the way. But I just heard yet. the most appalling Geordie impression. So <laughs> I think there's a challenge coming up. Challenges are plenty. This is Starting Up with Virtues. And what on earth are they talking about, you're thinking? All will become clear. Uh, we are being, we've been joined also by Denisa Alexei, the marketing manager of Virtue Zone. Uh, why? Because, well, Denisa, because our next guest is a friend of of yours yes. as well is that right yeah we're friends friends what friends for now friends forever friends forever okay <laughs> that might not be the case at the end of the Are session. all of Let's your personalities friends or, or just one of them <laughs> you're talking multiple them, personalities yeah. why because well uh, our friend uh, and all of our friend has got is not not only friendly uh, funny but also gone viral here's a guy who can do impressions really really good ones so good that his social media platforms have amassed more than half a million followers and counting at the moment he recently opened for the British comedian Omid Jalali uh, and has been winning brand endorsements left, right and centre. Uh, his name is Sean Shidiak. Now, he's brilliant in impressions. He's just awful at timekeeping. So he's not here yet. We're waiting for him to arrive into the studio. Worry not, though. He sent a few friends along in advance just to sort of fill the time as well. So before we actually speak to Sean himself, uh, let's just speak to a few of his friends about Sean as well. Let's give the listeners a taste uh, of what he's all about. Uh, Sean, uh, not here with us, but one of his great Egyptian friends is with us here as well. Something of a playboy, I understand. Boss, I more doctor guy, but uh, Shwain, he's he's good guy. So he make balancing on my personalities. So you might say play boy guy, boy toy, but I respectfully will take Dr. Ahmed, preferably. <laughs> Dr. Ahmed, great to have you, friend of Sean. Uh, yes. Sean also got a few health issues, uh, so he's brought his own personal Filipino nurse with him. Yeah, he's actually, he's not really taking care of his blood pressure because he's trying to run left and right to do his business. But because he joined Virtue Zone, he's actually doing better now. But his blood pressure is still very high, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, he always travels with an American cowboy. Who doesn't these days? 
You had a um, Abdullah earlier with the fire pit. I do want to test that myself as a Texan. Um, I'm quite sensitive. If you if the meat's not done right, there's going to be an issue there. But um, Sean keeps me around for security and, and, and uh, I guess I remind him of Jesus Christ as we do in Texas there. So, Well, the beauty of living in this part of the world is that you meet so many different nationalities. Uh, but as we all know, you don't have to go far to find some British dude who thinks he owns the place as well. Uh, and Sean's got a few friends like that. It's Neil. <laughs> I was going to say, do Tom Merkin. <laughs> Uh, we've also got uh, his Indian friends with us here today. Assalamu alaikum. How are you? You're doing good? Can really? I get anything to drink? Juice? Burj Khalifa juice? Atma juice? Anything? <laughs> Literally anything? Yeah, yeah. Anything you want, I bring. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> they are all with us here today. But as is the man himself, he's made his way into the studio. Sean, welcome to Starting Up with Virtue Zone. Thank you so much. I've never had an introduction being read the way you did it, so I appreciate it. <laughs> you were reading it, and I was like, who's he talking about? I was like, waiting for the next guest to come in. But thank you very much. It's great to have you with great us be here. here because... There is there is a sense of excitement in the uh, Dubai Eye and the ARM building today because when we've been mentioning the fact that uh, Sean Shidiat was coming on to the show, a lot of people say, "What the Sean Shidiat?" Because that's the power of social media, isn't it? These mm. days. Yeah, was that a question? Sean is all your fame, Dan to Denisa. That's that's my main question. Yeah, I would be nothing so without. So basically, Virtue Zone has made you everything that if, you are. If Virtue Zone didn't exist, um, I wouldn't be here <laughs> physically. Yeah. I, they're my actual surrogate parent. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think uh, it's an interesting collaboration to to work on. I know that they were a little bit like I I do. Um, a controversial section of comedy, right? Where you're imitating. Like, imitations will always be the finest form of flattery as well as the, the first line of insult. So I guess with many brands, they're kind of uh, on the fence until they see that the it, it kind of transcends that line of like offensiveness to being more like, no, no, we're all in this. You know, we're doing the same thing. I know it because I've lived it. Mm-hmm. Um, so most accents that I do, I've been to the country. I've, I've li- not lived, but I've stayed an extensive amount of time there. Like, for example, India, I've been several times. I spent months there. Um, so I think maybe that's where I picked up a bit of the better nuances. But I like to do accents and characters that I can do the nuances of, not just the sound. If you can just sound it out, it's not that impressive for me. But if you can become the character, and I think people see then they appreciate that. So um, pairing the Virtue Zone, My Parents of Divorce collaboration, I think was a definite interesting uh, phase for me as well. Um, but yeah, I'm happy to be here. Well, great to have you with us. Got questions coming in already for you and all your alter egos as well. My schizophrenia. So, Sean and, Sh- uh, and Denisa uh, joining uh, myself and Neil. We'll be back with questions aplenty next. You're listening to Starting Up with Tom Urquhart and Virtue Zone. Business setup with no regrets. On Dubai Eye 103.8. She's an heavy in the studio for starting up. We've got the chairman, Neil Petch, to my left uh, and the marketing manager, Denise Alexei, to my right. Great to have the team with us here. Why have we all come together? For that man over there, uh, Sean Shidiak is with us. He's looking over his shoulder at the moment. Uh, Sean, talk to us about the journey, if Mm. you can, as well. What point... um, do you turn a passion and something that you go, you know, I'm pretty good at this, into a business? When you go broke. <laughs> no, I, um, I think it, it, it started off, um, it kind of, it, the snowball effect is the best way to describe it. The initial concept was just to share, as many creators will say, as many uh, entrepreneurs, I guess, in the earlier stages will say, when they're full of optimism and they love what they do, they'll always say that it, uh, it wasn't my intention to start. But uh, that would be a lie on my end. I always intended to get into stand-up comedy 
um, getting into the skits, doing the accents, the, the characters are all supplementary to stand-up comedy. Um, I just found it a great way to share on a mass scale. Uh, that is, if it goes viral or when it goes viral, depending on the content. Um, but content saved my life many years ago when I was, I was growing up. And I wanted to reciprocate that uh, experience to anyone in, in whether you're you know, in school, having a tough time, university, work, at any age. Uh, I always wanted to appeal to anyone who has a sense of humor or anyone who's having a bad day and needs a, a little chuckle. Even if it's like a little, <laughs> you know, a little breath from the nose, I'll take that. And when I do come across the street and I see someone who uh, is watching the content, like I, I love walking past someone who's actually watching a video because that <laughs> blows my mind. And it's mainly service teams, service teams who come and say like they watch the content. It makes me super happy because I know... For example, anyone in, in F&B, they're on their feet 14 hours a day. So when I know that they're going out for a quick smoke break and they're watching the video, that makes my day. And um, that's the thing that I don't think I would ever want to commercialize. But the idea of going into stand-up, that obviously has a commercial element because you're selling tickets, you're touring. You're, I, I'm not at that level yet. I'm still doing you know local local shows. I've only done one abroad in Chicago, which was a great experience. Uh, but obviously opening up for Omid Jalili was uh, a fantastic opportunity. I had never done a performance in front of uh, a 1,000-plus audience. Um, so that was that was definitely a great experience, and just to pick his brain and have his feedback and see what's the trajectory of growth. Um, that that essentially, if you track back all, I think maybe 15 years ago, I wanted I wanted that. Mm. So um, it is a passion; it always will be a passion. But there is obviously a commercial element where you want your passion to still be your passion, and the moment that it, it gets destroyed, you don't know how to progress. And as a comedian. Your sense of humor, your perception on life, your storytelling is what drives um, the connection between you and your audience. And if you lose that, you lose them. And if you lose them, you lose everything. And Sean, you're very 2024. Denise, thanks yeah. for bringing him on. Because, guys, if you heard him here first, we're yeah. going to be very proud. You're something of a hybrid. You're a content creator. You're a comedian. So who are your comedic heroes and your content creating heroes? I would say Dave Chappelle in yeah. the comedy sense. Um, I, I think everyone now is saying Dave Chappelle, but Dave Chappelle has been my day one for a long time. Um, uh, I love Trevor Noah. I think he has a very intelligent way of – he has the – I like to um, reciprocate – or sorry, I like to replicate his style of humor, which is uh, cultures and accents and storytelling through history and, and politics, and I really like that approach. Uh, Russell Peters was mm -hmm. an idol yeah. growing up for me, and I actually got the chance to meet him in Abu Dhabi, and that, I was starstruck. Like I was sweating. My eyes were like all like <laughs> – um, like I was pinching my eyes. I couldn't – I was just uh, starstruck, but – um, those are kind of the you know Dave icons. Chappelle's show at the Hollywood Bowl where the guy yeah. stormed the stage. Yes, yes. I was there. I was there with Ian first. Why do you think about it? And we were so let, let's say taken up by the atmosphere yeah. of the evening that we thought it was part of the show. Yeah, as many people would in in, in, yeah. in a performance. But uh, yeah, the, he actually released a special where he talks about um, that the incident, which is really funny. I thought you were about yeah. to say he talks about Neil being yeah. at the show or something like that. But that's like, there was some English guy who didn't one. help me. He watched that happen. We, were, watched sitting, we were sitting in front of 50 Cent who was, who was telling Ian to be quiet. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's Denise, hilarious. Uh, yes. talk to us. How do, you, how do you, again, how do you build a brand like mm. Sean as well? How do you help to build that brand? Well, I feel like there's nurture versus nature as well, right? I think Sean is naturally funny. Um, well, the trauma helped for sure. 100%. But, yeah. Yeah, same. But it, I think it's 
you have a talent for something like acting or, or comedy, and then you put hard work into it. So it's a, it's a bit of both, right? And that showed us success because Sean didn't post one video, and then the next day he had 300,000 followers. I've been following you for years. I've been seeing your progress for years, and it just got better. Back when you had a full-day job with Fahad, mm. and you guys were creating those skits. Yeah. So I've been watching him for so long. I just knew, and I know this is nothing compared to where he's going to be in the future. Um, and the smart thing that, that Sean started doing and a lot of creators started doing is in, in terms of commercializing it is how brand deals, um, the old, you know, celebrity endorsements for brands have turned into content creators. Mm. So, Denise, today comedy. I think Sheikh Mohammed yeah. announced a 150 million fund mm. for creators. And there's a lot out there who are doing it, who are doing it in a bit of a cut and paste mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Uh, question to both of you, mm. I guess. How 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 are you doing it originally? What are you doing different? I think the the if I may mm-hmm. speak, I think again doing your own bit. So I, what I was saying earlier about I would never commercialize the skits in terms of the the message I'm trying to deliver. That's why when I do brand deals, I tell them it has to be in a skit form. Mm. I won't do a simple post um, because. Yes, if I'm going to commercialize it, I'm still going to make someone happy doing it. So I want the ad to be as funny as possible. That's what I meant by um, classifying it yeah. as, as less of commercial and more as still keeping the passion there. And that's because I stay true to wanting it to be as close to my personality as possible. So in order to not cut in control C, control V, the entire yeah. program, you need to stay unique to yourself. Now, you can get inspired by other content creators. Like mm-hmm. I'm inspired by Key and Peele. You asked for icons, Ch- Chappelle for comedy. Um, Key and Peele for content creation. They're, they're the masters of content creation in my mind um, in terms of style. And that's something I'm going to uh, emulate hopefully in the near future. And and that's because they stayed unique to how they do content. And any content creator that is successfully liked, I'm not talking about numbers, I'm not talking about engagement or reach, someone who you'll see on the street and f- have the urge to go shake their hand, have the urge to say, hey, I enjoy your content. Those people are the people who are uniquely doing their own concepts. Um, so that's that's what I would say. Yeah. You know, stick true to your character and, and Get inspired by other people, but you know, stay exactly. Stay so, Ricky Gervais, if he suddenly yeah. turned all, all v- vanilla, it wouldn't work, would it? So, no. have confidence in, in what, in you what do. you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And you two collaborate. Yes. Why? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I need more female viewers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, she has a very. Um, it's very rare to meet a content creator who can go off the cuff. Most people who I meet and collaborate mm-hmm. with, they want to send me fifteen scripts in advance, and they want to. I don't. I barely prepare for a show of like four hundred, five hundred people. So, what makes you think I'm going to prepare for just a video that we have time to edit? And did you prepare a, a, an impression of Tom Erka? Um Right, so name is Tom. No, okay. <laughs> uh, no, but, I'll but, that. but we, what, what, what I found was really interesting is that I don't need to prepare with her. She doesn't need to prepare with me. We just kind of sit and talk for five minutes, and we have three clips. And then I yeah. think the three that we posted, two of them are over over like five six million, million, six million, seven million views. And I, I tell that to people, like, how did you come up with that? We just talked. Yeah, and then it's a. You know, one line after another, and it just rolls. It just. But Denise, don't get too big for your boots. Most of those views are actually Tom. I love Virtue Zone. I'll never leave. <laughs> <laughs> this is Tom on replay. <laughs> the, the multiple clicks, multiple clicks. Um, what are the plans for the future? I mean, you mentioned there about gigging. You yes. mentioned about you know arenas and taking it larger, bigger audiences as well. But. Given that it's a brand and given that, mm. you know, you, you do corporate work, you do that, and you've Correct. got your head screwed on in terms of how to make it a business, yeah. how do you plan ahead? 
So I, I, the first step was understanding what my weaknesses are, and that's organization and, and planning ahead. And the thing that I realized first step was I need to legitimize the business, hence the, the collaboration of the Virtue Zone. Um, because uh, what, I, what I am saying in discontinued parts is that the passion needs to remain a passion throughout the process. That means that there needs to be another source of income as well if you really want to keep the passion as pure as, or as close to purity as you can. So what I do is I, I have several different activities under the business license to supplement that career so I can get funding from that so I can pursue comedy on my own um, train tracks, basically. Uh, so the long vision is to kind of, um, let's say I have four buckets. I have one that's events, that's that specializes in comedy. Um, there's marketing, there's content creation, content consultation, and I think PR, that's a part of the mm-hmm. license. And all of those have my touch in them. So there's always going to be some creative concepts that go within all those buckets. So while I'm pursuing the career of comedy and, and hopefully touring one day, um, I have an entity here that is running operations, that's running the business as well, so that I can have two folds. Because, you know, as a comedian, it takes one wrong word for you to kind of be cancelled, mm-hmm. moved on. Very mm-hmm. few men and women can recover from that position in the industry. So I said, you know, what is the backup plan? I take care of my family. They take care of me. But if something happens to me, how can I continue supporting them? And that means you need to have another business on the side that's helping. So I put it under a holding as one branch. But there are different elements to the business to make sure that while I do pursue my passion in comedy, I'm also pursuing uh, other creative elements Mm -hmm. within the country I've been in for the last 26, 27 years. Is that essential to do so? I mean, Sean put it beautifully about, you know, refilling buckets, etc., making sure the buckets are full, half, half full, half empty, etc. Um, is that key to sort of moving forward in this business, in this industry at the moment? I think so. I think when a passion becomes a job that you depend on, you know, to, to survive, um, it takes away from a lot of the the creative parts of it. The, the, the reason why I'm able to create all those videos freely and really take my time with my content is because I have a full-time job that I absolutely love. So mm. it doesn't take away from, you know, uh, my energy or it doesn't bring me down. It's not something I hate to do. So having that income, like like he said, and then doing this on the side, I, I don't think I would do this full-time and guess when my next check is coming in because that would put pressure and pressure and creativity don't really go hand in hand. And but Sean, we've had most of the members of Dubai Bling and Housewives on this show. They all come because they want to meet Tom. Mm. We just had an idea to create a new show. Tell us, right. about, tell us about the new show. <laughs> but not the title. The, the, the title is uh, Without is swearing. Without the title swearing. is <laughs> But, um, you, know, uh, you know, all props to the cast and the whole team behind it, uh, you know, doing whatever they have to do to get the show going. But uh, I believe that there's a, you know, an entire other segment watching the show that don't really connect and resonate. And as much as I'm, I'm happy that there's a show that's based in Dubai, it's not showing the Dubai I grew up in. And I've, I've been here for the last 26 years, and I know the country and the city inside out. So the show concept for me is to show the other side of that. Um, without giving off too much, I think uh, in the next couple of months we'll start seeing some content. I just want to say this. that uh, Chris's uh, car is actually his on, on the show, <laughs> unlike some of the other ones. I still haven't watched the show. Right. <laughs> we are going to take a short breather. When we come back, we'll say our farewells. I'm not sure from who, but we'll say farewells in just a few minutes to listen to, starting up with Virtue Zone live here on Dubai Eye. 
This is Starting Up with Tom Urquhart and Virtue Zone. Business set up with no regrets. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Spend it from us down here at Starting Up with Virtue Zone. The conversation has got the better of us today. Big thanks to all of you for tuning in. Uh, just finally, though, a couple of final farewells and where we can find you. So, Denisa Alexei is alongside us from Virtue. Well, she wears many hats, does Denisa. But, Denisa, if people want to find out uh, more about what you and all the team do at Virtue Zone. What's the best way for them to get in touch? At Virtue Zone on Instagram uh, uh, or VirtueZone.com. Uh, so get in touch with Virtue Zone if people want to follow you and your extraordinary impressions as well. That's Denise.Alexio on Instagram or Elena Goes Viral on TikTok. Uh, Neil Petch, always good to have you alongside me, my friend. I would uh, wish for no other. Well, um, I'm on TikTok. I'm on. No, I, I wish I was. <laughs> I was going to ask. I, I can't remember my handle, so I don't know if you can remember yours. <laughs> Uh, listen, so should we do this again next week, Let's maybe? Let's do it again. Shall one, we? One o'clock, shall we? Shall How we? about one o'clock? You I might campaign for a live one from the golf next, for, next Thursday. Ah, there we are. A, a liquid show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great to have Neil Petch alongside us. And our special guest as well. Listen, we have taught you to cook today. Uh, well, hopefully we've inspired you to be your own boss, no matter how old you are. And... Most importantly, we've made you laugh. Or uh, Sean has made you laugh. Sean, bless you. Thanks so much indeed for your time today. Thank Listen, if people me. want to catch up with you in all your guises, in all your characters, how do they do it? Um, you can find me on the streets all the time. I, I'm homeless now. No, I'm joking. Uh, my handles are my parents are divorced across the board. Wherever you type it in, hopefully I'll pop up first. There is an underscore under the R because someone took my parents to the worst. Which I was like, wow, this guy needs some help. And then I realized <laughs> I have the same name. I was like, maybe we both need some help. <laughs> but, but yeah, my parents are divorced across the board. Uh, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, uh, and any other platform that pops up in the next couple of years. And that'll give people details of where you're next performing correct, and what you're next correct. up to. All my, like shows, all my shows are posted online. I run uh, something called The Comedy Kitchen, which is an open mic night. Anyone is free to participate and watch. Um, and there is a, uh, a regular show I do, which is called The Rabbit Hole, which is a live podcast, informal kind of talk show. Uh, that happens once a month as well. Everything on my socials. It's been an absolute pleasure and honour, actually, Thank hosting you, you here me. today on Starting Up With Virtue Zone. Thanks for joining us. Uh, stay in touch. All the best uh, with everything that states in fact. Thank you very much. Appreciation on you. Well, uh, uh, Thomas? We are all about Thomas? Thomas will do, very Timothy best. will do, whatever uh, you want. Uh, Mr. You know? Mr. John, a very sanctation <laughs> on you for having me today. Uh, Masalam. Take care, brother. <laughs> Great to have you on board. Big thanks to Sean for joining us. Right, we're going to be back again this time next week uh, from all the team in studio. Thanks so much indeed for joining us live on Starting Up with Virtuism. Bye-bye.